You're listening to the Gospel Project for Preschool and Kids Weekly Leader Training. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Gospel Project for Kids Weekly Leader Training podcast. I'm Maggie Bertram, and today I'm joined by Sarah McLean. Hey, Sarah. Hey, how are you doing, Maggie? I am good. I am good. I'm ready to talk about Unit 24. It's our last unit of the volume. Can you believe it? I know. I'm excited. It's good. It's a good one. Yeah. All right. Well, since we are starting a new unit, listeners, we want to remind you that this episode is going to be a little bit longer than most because we're going to talk through the volume and unit descriptions, introduce the new big picture questions and answers and the key passage, and then we'll dive into the specific information for session one. But just bear with us. I promise it's all good information. So Sarah, on that note, why don't you start us off with our volume and unit descriptions? Sure. So we've been in volume eight, and this is looking at Jesus's time in the Gospels. It's called From Wonder to Rejection. The description is, as Jesus's ministry furthered, God's plans provide a king came to fruition. The divine miracles, teachings, and example of Jesus show us how to live differently in light of the sure hope we have. And as we're in unit 24, we'll be looking at the rejection of Jesus, which is three sessions. This unit description is, even though Jesus performed amazing miracles, including raising someone from the dead, the religious leaders rejected Jesus and managed to turn the people against him too. Their sinful hearts were hard. Even this rejection, however, was part of God's plan to bring salvation to the world. Thank you for that, Sarah. You know, this this unit is only three sessions, so it's a shorter one, but man, the truths that we're going to talk about in this unit are just so important in each one of these sessions. So let's dive into our big picture question and key passage. So I will start off with the big picture question and answers for younger preschool. It's why do people not choose Jesus? People choose what they want rather than what God wants. For older preschool, the question is, why do people not choose Jesus? And the answer, people are born with sin and choose what they want rather than what God wants. And then finally for kids, the question is, why do people reject Jesus? People reject Jesus because all people are born with a sin nature and want to please themselves rather than obey God. And then our key passage for this unit is Isaiah 53.3. So for babies and toddlers and younger preschool, they are learning that people were unkind to Jesus. For older preschool, they're going to learn the verse as he was like someone people turned away from. He was despised and we didn't value him. And then finally, for kids, we expand a little bit further. And the verse is he was despised and rejected by men, a man of suffering who knew what sickness was. He was like someone people turned away from. He was despised and we didn't value him. Isaiah 53, 3. So now that we have gotten those overarching themes and talked through what this unit is going to be focusing on as a whole, let's start talking through session one of unit 24, which is titled, Jesus Knew He Would Be Rejected. And we're focusing on the text from Luke 13 for this session. And Sarah, why don't you share with us the big idea of the session and the Christ connection? Sure. So the big idea is we have learned that Jesus performed amazing miracles because he is fully God and fully man. We then learned about the truthful teachings of Jesus as he taught about God's kingdom using parables. Today and for the next few weeks, we will continue to learn more about the life of Jesus. 
Our Bible story today teaches us that Jesus came to provide the only way to eternal life in his kingdom, but sadly, many people rejected him. The Christ connection is, everyone is invited into the kingdom of God, but not everyone will enter. People are saved only by trusting in Jesus. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through him. So good. Thank you for sharing that. So now we're going to take a little bit of time to talk through activities or areas that might need some extra prep or some extra instructions or just a little bit of attention. And there's really not much for this session. It's pretty straightforward. But I'll start with our preschool worship, which has an activity called Paint with Feathers, which sounds very fun. It reminds me of when there was that like painting trend for like walls where they were using feather dusters. Was, oh, I think, right. Very 90s. Yeah, <laughs> we yes. had one of those in my house growing up. <laughs> so, but this one, we just want to make sure that you are using craft feathers and not real bird feathers because that would be gross. And so, and also really hard to find. So two good reasons not to use real bird feathers, but just make sure that you're using craft feathers for that activity. And Sarah, why don't you talk with us about midweek? What do we need to focus on for midweek? So there's an activity called aim for the right answer. And for this activity, if you don't want kids blowing through the straw to shoot out the pom-pom, you could have them throw wadded up pieces of paper. So that's kind of left up to the discretion of the leader. We know that some kids, you know, might get a little crazy with those straws. And so if you'd rather just kind of keep it a little bit more contained, you could have wadded up pieces of paper instead. That's right. Like we always say, make the curriculum work for you. You don't work for the curriculum. Exactly. All right. Well, as we start to wrap up, Let's take a minute or two to talk about what we're excited about for this session. Sure. This session, I think there are a couple of things that stand out to me. First, one of the things is that many kids, especially if they're unbelievers, may not understand that they have or are rejecting Jesus. Because we don't typically think of it as like, no, I don't want anything to do with that. You know, but in a sense, they are rejecting him if they have not placed their faith in him, if they have not made him Lord and Savior of their life. And so helping kids understand that because our sin nature seeks to do things our way, this means that we are rejecting Jesus. And so we need a new nature that wants to please God. And this only comes through faith in Jesus. So helping kids recognize that everybody has a sin nature. And because everyone has a sin nature, we are rejecting Jesus. And therefore, we need to place our faith in Jesus so that he can give us this new heart with the new nature. And then another thing that stands out is that this session may be uh, one where kids really identify with Jesus's experience. Maybe they have felt rejected by others. Maybe they're even parents. I know that's hard to say, but we have kids that come to us whose own families have kind of rejected them or they feel rejected by them. Their friends might have rejected them at school, possibly teachers, a coach. I mean, we just live in a world with relationships that are broken. And so they may have felt rejection at some point. And because of this, it's important to remind them that when they turn to Jesus and trust in him, that he will never reject them. In fact, he promises to always be with them. So giving them that good news of Jesus will save you from your sins. He will never reject you, I think is a really um, hopeful promise that can really help kids when they're going through those hard times. That's such a good truth. Thank you for sharing that. And that is, that's real life. We're all going to experience rejection at some point. And so that's such a good reminder that Jesus never rejects us and he promises to always be with us. 
As I was reading through this week's session, I was just thinking about how many of the kids that we're going to be teaching this lesson to this week live in a culture that says we just have to be good or act good or make the right decision and that that's enough. So essentially culture often says that goodness equates salvation. And I love that the text of the story clearly states the truth which is no one gets into heaven because of the family he is born into or because of his own good works. Salvation only comes through Jesus. And I think that that is such an important truth, especially for kids to learn, because many of them are growing up in families who are going to church and families who are teaching them about Jesus, which is such a blessing. But I think sometimes kids can confuse that and think that that's what makes them a Christian, right? It's, you know, their family is Christian, and so that means they're Christian. And I can understand that train of thought, absolutely. But when we teach kids, I think it can be easy to forget that they are still learning the truths that we as adult Christ followers have come to base our life on. So these are truths that we sort of know and take for granted, and they're, you know, we don't have to think a whole lot about. We just, we know that they're true. And This session is a chance to clearly and plainly state the important and freeing truth that our salvation is not based on us. And so I love that this session and the text of the session just really clearly lays that out for kids to hear. Well, thank you for listening to today's episode of the podcast. We hope you have found it helpful as you prepare to teach the Gospel Project for Kids in Preschool. Thanks for listening to this week's leader training for the Gospel Project for Preschool and Kids. For more resources to help you focus your ministry on the gospel, please visit gospelproject.com.